coming soon to Riverton. They've got all your chicken sandwich needs covered. On today's podcast, we are thrilled to be joined by junior center Brandon Carlson. He's coming off an 11-point outing against Westminster the other night. We're going to talk about his early impressions of Craig Smith, his new teammates, and his expectations for the upcoming season. I'll also cover the night that was in the Pac-12 exhibition hoops as four teams, including Utah, were in action. But first, I want to remind you about our contest. The Running Hoops podcast wants to send you and a guest to one of the upcoming games against Sacramento State on Saturday, November 13th, or Bethune-Cookman on November 15th. That is a Monday. All you have to do is follow us on Twitter, at Running Hoops, and tag us in a post, or use the hashtag Running Hoops, all one word, and tell us why you like the Running Hoops podcast. Do that, and you'll be entered to win. All right, well, the Utes took the floor last night in an exhibition game against Westminster and defeated the Griffins 87-51. Now, after a slow start, the Utes seemed to get right en route to, an, to their victory. David Jenkins led the starters with 13 points, and Brandon Carlson added 11, while Gabe Madsen poured in 16 points off the bench, and Lahat Chun added 8 rebounds, leading the Utes in that category, and Dushan Mahorsic added 6 boards as well. Every player got into the scorebook in some capacity last night. Points, rebounds, steals, fouls, what have you. Some of the common themes from the game that fans who were there tweeted, and some of the media mentioned as well, were that the energy from this team was great. This is a team that's going to defend and they're going to play hard. The offense has a nice flow to it. Gabe Madsen's 16 points seemed to be a little bit surprising, uh, as well as his sharp shooting, but a nice surprise, certainly. Lazar Stefanovic is an intriguing prospect to some, and he handled the ball quite a bit, so we may see him more than perhaps we anticipated that we would. Lahat having eight boards was a good sign, and some mentioned that he's obviously going to get his shot this year. He's going to play and play a lot, or at least some. He'll be in the rotation, I would imagine. All in all, a good performance for the running Utes despite that slow start, but hey, this next one counts. On Tuesday against Abilene Christian in the Huntsman Center, 6 p.m. Mountain Time. Hope to see you there. Elsewhere in the Pac-12, Oregon State beat St. Martin's 83-80. The Bees actually trailed this game at halftime, but did just enough to get the win. Now, Maurice Calou Cal- led the way with 21, and Warith Alatiche added 14 points and 7 boards. Oregon State will now open their season on Tuesday against Portland State, in Corvallis. UCLA beat Chico State 100-61 with a really balanced scoring attack. Jaime Jaquez led the way with 23. Johnny Juzang added 19. Newcomers Miles Johnson and Peyton Watson had 10 points and 9 boards for Miles Johnson and 8 points and 8 boards for Peyton Watson. So this game did absolutely nothing to slow the excitement in Westwood. And finally, Washington beat Central Washington 93-50. to Arizona transfer Terrell Brown Jr. led the Huskies with 17 points, while Nate Roberts grabbed 12 boards, which that jumps off the stat sheet, so I thought I'd share it. The Huskies will now host former Arizona State assistant Rashawn Bruno in Northern Illinois in a matchup of Huskies on November 9th in Seattle. And before we get to our Brandon Carlson interview, I just wanted to share a couple of recruiting tidbits with you as well. Colin Chandler, Utah's consensus number one player on their board and the number one player in the state of Utah, somebody who would be, I believe, the highest ranked player to ever play at the University of Utah were he to come to the Utes. 
has picked up some crystal ball predictions on 247 Sports for Utah. So things trending in the right direction there. Nothing official, nothing official, but the early signing period begins on November 10th, and Utah certainly right there in the top of his list, potentially the squad he may be committing to. Randall Godfrey Jr., we talked about him on the last podcast. He's hosting all of the coaches of his top six this weekend for one last pitch, and then he's going to make his decision. He gave an interview recently where he said about Utah, Coach Tim Morris has been recruiting me for two years since I was a sophomore. He moved around and was recruiting me at Cincinnati, and then he came over to Utah. Our bond was so tight that he recruited me when he came over to Utah, and he showed Craig Smith who I was, and they started recruiting me hard ever since. Then he got me on an official visit, and I fell in love with their campus, and it was really nice. It was maybe one of the nicest scenes I've ever seen, which those of us that have gone to the U know that. I probably got along with the players there the most out of any other team, and their staff has been really friendly too. So a very, very glowing comment there from Randall Godfrey Jr. on the University of Utah and his recruitment to the school. Now, what does it mean? I don't know. Obviously, Utah's in their top, in his top six. The coaches are going to put on the full court press this weekend, no pun intended, and we'll just have to see. But Utah certainly left a, a big-time impression on Randall Godfrey Jr., that is for sure. All right, coming up, my interview with Brandon Carlson right after these words from one of our sponsors. All right, I want to tell you about Registered Physical Therapists, RPT Utah. These guys are committed to getting you back to work and play fast. Their skilled physical therapists offer a wide variety of services, including surgical and non-surgical orthopedic injuries, spine injuries, headache relief, balance training, and women's health. With nine locations across the Wasatch Front, they've got all your physical therapy needs covered. Go to their website to schedule an appointment today, rptutah.com. That's rptutah.com. All right, I am pleased to be joined by Utah big man Brandon Carlson, junior center for the Running Utes, who had 11 points in last night's exhibition of win over Westminster. Brandon, how you doing? Great, how are you, Andrew? Doing good, doing good. So last night you guys got out there for the first time this season against someone else. Uh, how did that feel? Yeah, I mean, it was great. I mean, it's nice not to have to play with teammates every day. <laughs> So it was good to have some different competition, but I think most of all, it's great to have some fans in the stand again this year um, instead of feeling like you're just playing a pickup game. Yeah, I bet. I bet that was uh, that was nice. Nice to have some folks back in the Huntsman Center for the first time, and uh, hopefully we can see a lot more of that this year. Yes, uh, that's the plan. Let's get that thing packed. That's right. Get those get those curtains taken down, right? Exactly. So now I, I noticed that you only had one rebound last night and one of my bold predictions for the season is that you could average uh, average double figures in rebounds so are you gonna help me out and get and get in the mix there you know, you know mix it up a little bit more oh for sure i think yes last night uh i didn't play a ton last night but obviously i should have had some more rebounds so i think sometimes it's just it's just tough sometimes the ball just doesn't go in your direction at all it goes the complete opposite i think that's kind of how the case was for me i think there was maybe two other ones i probably could have gotten um, but my teammates just grabbed. But it's just, yeah, just sometimes the ball just doesn't bounce off the rim in the right direction towards you. But, yeah, no, I'm, that's something I've been really working on and, and focusing on is just trying to rebound outside of my area so I can um, help the team in that way and improve my stats that way. Well, and I'm sure the coaches will uh, will get after you. If I, know, if I know much about these coaches, they're not going to sit on their hands when it comes to that kind of stuff. <laughs> 
<laughs> so as you look towards this season, then what are you most excited about? Um, I think I'm most excited about just being able to, to play with the new team, play under the new coaching staff, and just going out and showing them what um, running youths can do with a you know a, kind of a new a new program, a new a new style of play, so to say. And then, what are some of the goals that you have personally set out for yourself, and maybe some of the team goals that you guys have? Um, some personal goals for me is is rebounding. I think it's been my big personal goal. Is just I want to improve that uh, more than anything else. As well as I just want to go out, and I don't want to. I think it's not necessarily like a, like a statistic or something, but I think one thing I always have had a problem with is I get in my head a lot for some games. It's the end of worry about like making too many mistakes or just not being able to perform at my best. I think my one of my goals that I have is just going out and giving it my all every game, but not worrying about the things I can't control and just yeah, just getting in my head and just kind of getting in a, a slump, so to say. So it sounds a little bit though like you're getting a lot more positive feedback when you you know when you when you go to the bench or or, in, or when you do make a mistake. How has Craig and and some of the other coaches helped you you know not get in your head so much um, and and not be worried about making those mistakes? I mean the, the coaches are great with that. I mean Coach Smith tells us all the time like he's like I don't care if you make a mistake. I just want you to play hard. He's like. If it's like if you're consistently making the same mistake over and over, he's like, I'll get on you for that because I'll obviously have told you not don't do that. But it's like if you make that mistake and you just move on and plays like he's like, I'm not gonna. It's not a big deal. He's like, just play. And so I think that's just one thing that has helped me, and I think a lot of the guys on the team is just no one's scared to make a mistake now. They just they just gonna go out and they're gonna play, and if they do, they just we'll just move on. That's great, you know, especially with guys like. Lahat and, and some of the other guys that have not played a lot so far in, in their Utah careers, you know, I've, I noticed they would make mistakes and kind of get pulled. So it's good to hear that maybe the, the leash is a little bit longer for for you guys this season. Yeah, for sure. So jumping back in, into the off season, a lot of the guys from last year's team, you know, jumped into the portal, and a few of the few of the guys stayed. It didn't appear that you even flirted with the portal. Now, obviously, you're a local kid, but what made you want to stay at Utah? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of reasons. One, my wife is going to law school here at the U, so that was a big thing. Like, if I was to, if I was a transfer, how was that going to work? And another one was just like I was thinking about it. Obviously, like, oh well, if a new coaching, if I don't, if I butted heads with the new coach, I would transfer. But when Coach Smith got here, he was all he was all fired up about me saying he wanted to get to work and was excited and just like I already kind of fell in love with Coach Smith at the very beginning uh, thinking he was going to be a great dude and then I was talking with my dad as well about the transfer portal and it, we came to the conclusion that no matter what I was going to play for a new coach in a new program and so might as well give it a try at Utah because if I'm leaving it's a new coach new program anywhere but same here we just got a new coach and it's going to change a bit so so we just came to, I just came to the conclusion that I'm just going to stay at Utah and if things don't go well, then I leave the next year, but things have been going great, and I, I love it here, so I'm glad I'm, I stayed. Well, and I would imagine that you were fairly encouraged when you found out that Craig was the new coach about you know what he and, and Coach Peterson have done with, with some of the big men you know at Utah State the last couple of years. That, that had to be something that you looked at and said, oh, yeah, I can, I can work with these guys. Yeah, no, for sure. That was a big uh, part of it, seeing that you know they helped uh, – Need me a lot up there, and so no, 
knowing that they were coming down and um, they were talking to me a lot about that too. Like, hey, we can help help you and, you know, we believe uh, in you and that you have that potential. So that was, a, that was exciting. It's also nice to know that if this basketball thing doesn't work out, you're, you're going to have a lawyer in the family to, to, to fall back on, right? Exactly. If I don't, if I'm not playing basketball, I'm going to just be a stay-at-home dad. I'll be cooking and cleaning, whatever. Whatever she needs me to do, I'll do it. There you go. That's that's the, That's the right approach right there. Uh, so, you know, I know we talked a little bit about your, your rebounding, um, but what are some of the other areas that you, in your game that you wanted to improve going into this year? I know you added, you know, you kind of added a jump shot last year. You shot some threes. What are some of the things that you had wanted to work on heading into this season? I think one thing was just being a better playmaker, just better passer from inside the post, from dribbling. So I worked on my ball handling a lot with the coaches. Uh, I feel more confident, like driving in from the top of the key as well now. Um, yeah, my post game just having a couple more post moves down um, on the block to to use. Yeah, it was kind of just like those are the kind of main areas I think I was working on to improve to add add to my, my game. And how did that align with the feedback that you got from Coach Smith and some of the other coaches when? they came on board. Did they feel like those were the, the areas that you needed to work on or did they have other ideas? Yeah, they were just, uh, for, well, first thing they said was gain weight. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a sandwich, Brandon. Yeah. Exactly. But <laughs> um, they were good with that. They were just like, hey, we know you got to gain weight, but we're just going to leave that up to you. You do what you got to do. So they haven't really talked to me about that. But then the main thing I think was Coach Petey Peterson told me was we got to just help you get a better back to the basket game. And I just think that was tough under under Coach K and all. Like, I just didn't get many post touches. Um, so I don't think a lot of people have seen what I could do with my back to the basket and give the ball down there. So with and so once they started practices, they saw I actually had a bit of skill down there. But that's something I've been working on a lot with them is I can, you know, just that part of my game is down there. Well, you know, being able to have a, a big man that can pass out of the post is also a, a very dangerous thing, you know, for a team to have. So I think that makes, you know, a lot of sense for you to be working on. H- how about the guys passing into the post? Do you feel like you've got some some guys that can make that entry pass? Yes, for sure. No, we, we have a lot of good um, guards, even Riley Batten, he can pass into the post. You know, everyone has, we've been working on that a lot. Like our coach, Coach Smith is a, a great big man coach, so to say. He always says, we got to get more more post touches in there. Like good things happen when you pass it into the post, whether they score or they pass it out for the three. And so our guards are, are very unselfish and are good at passing into the post. So Yeah, I saw that you had a nice little dunk last night on a pass from, I think it was David Jenkins. We need to see more of that for sure. So speaking of the, the other guys on the team, which of the new guys should the fans be most excited about to uh, to see this year? That is tough because all of them, all of them are hoopers. Everyone is is great to see. Obviously, David Jenkins and Gabe are, are they're lights out shooters. When they're on, like it is hard to stop them. They, you, if you close out, they're going to blow by right, blow right by you, and then they're going to have an easy layup or they'll kick it out. Azari's so a just a solid player, all around shooter. Really, really fast, explosive guy. Boston, probably one of the most athletic guys I've met. Um, just super bouncy. He gets up gets all over the glass and practices and stuff. Yeah, Marco and Raleigh, they're great. As, as you've seen, that probably from watching maybe some Utah State games or just from whatever. They're, they're great players, unselfish. 
hard workers. So, I mean, there's a lot to look forward to with all the new teammates. Everyone have, brings their own uh, skill set. So I think it's just going to be up to the fans to decide who they like to watch the most. Well, and, and one guy you didn't mention was uh, Dusan. And I would imagine that uh, going up against him in practice has has really helped you uh, and Lahat, you know, go, going up against somebody who's a little bit more of a bruiser and, you know, making you fight a little bit more for that uh, position down low. How has that been going up against him? No, oh, yeah, Deshaun, he, I knew I was forgetting someone. I, I didn't say Booth Gotch because he's already been here too. Right. I was thinking of him, but Deshaun, yeah, no, he's a, Deshaun, he's a big boy. He's legit 6'10", 6'11", and 235. But no, he's been... He's a great teammate. He's very encouraging, but he's also, yeah, great. He's a very good back to the basket player. Like he goes down and he has quick spin moves off of you, or just he'll body you and then get a hook shot. And he's a great passer out of the post as well. And you know, it's been great with to go up against him and Laha, and like vice versa. Like either way, like we've all been improving from going up against each other and just learning each other's skill sets. And yeah, so I mean. Deshaun is a big guy, so it's been nice to have someone else. Cause we haven't really had that here at Utah, right? For me to practice against. So, but now it's it's been good. Like you know, every day you gotta you gotta just be physical. It's a physical game down low now. What are the chances that we see both of you on the court at the same time, or you and Lahad, or do, is there a big lineup that we might see this year at the U? I definitely think so, for sure. That's a. I think it's very likely we do that a lot in practices where I'll be at the four. I think it all just depends on uh, the team we play, though, on who they have in at the same time. I don't think our coaches isn't going to put us in any position where we aren't aren't going to succeed. So if I think if coach, if there's a game where he doesn't feel like that's a good lineup for me and Deshaun or me and Laha in at the same time, he won't he won't do that. But I think there would definitely be some games this year where we'll we'll see that lineup. That's awesome. I can't wait for that. That's going to be fun. So talk to me a little bit about the, the practices. I, I, you know, I know we've heard a lot about the, the high energy and from Craig and all of that stuff, but do you have an example of you know, how that manifests itself in practice, the, the high energy, the get after it, all of that stuff? Uh, yeah, I mean, everyone is just, everyone communicates a ton. Like in practices, you hear tons of people talking, whether they're playing on the court at the same time where they're off on the sideline yelling. It's always loud in here. People are always moving, fear active. People diving on the floor, people running. Everyone's running over to help someone if they, they dove. It's just very, it's a very active practice. No one is standing around for too long. Everyone's moving, everyone's getting reps. And I think it's just, it keeps everyone engaged and just, yeah, in high spirits and you're just going out and you're, you're motivated. You're energized. Yeah, I heard. I heard Riley say on uh, on Parker Van Dyke's podcast that you don't wake up in the morning and say, "Oh man, I got to go to practice today." It's it's more of something that you're excited to do and you're really looking forward to it. Is that your experience as well? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, practice is a, it's a blast. You know, time flies. You know, some practices I've had in, in past in high school, uh, last few years in college or whatever. I just, you get in practice and you look at the clock and you're like, oh, it's only been 30 minutes in, you got like, <laughs> probably another two hours. Yeah. You look back, you feel like it's an hour later, it was only 10 more minutes, and you're like, you're kidding. But yeah, no, it's just, this one, you look at the clock and you're like, oh, you're kidding, it's already been two hours. Like, I feel like it's only been an hour. And so it's just, practices are great. You know, everyone love. I love them. I think I can speak for the rest of my teammates when they say they love them too. Yeah, everyone just comes in with great spirits ready for practice. Yeah, see, your past experience is like every experience I ever have on, like, the treadmill or the elliptical machine. <laughs> you know, like, oh, 
Wait, it's only been two minutes? What are we doing here? So, uh, yeah, that's brutal for sure. Uh, so I want to switch gears real quick to recruiting uh, before I let you go. So you guys have had a number of recruits on campus for official and unofficial visits. You know, what's a typical recruiting visit like at the University of Utah and how involved do you as players get in those visits? So an official visit, it looks like there's players get here and depending on just what day and what time they get here, they'll either come and watch practice for a bit or they just get a tour of campus, go around the facilities. If they have a specific like major they want to do, they can go and talk to like uh, someone who knows a lot about that major or that facility that they'd be going to. Yeah, they come to practices a lot. We usually do. They'll they obviously they have a host on the visit, so the player will come. Like they'll be their their host. They take them. They go with them on a lot of things. They'll go to dinner out with them. You know, with uh, on some past visits, we we go and we have dinner at Coach Smith's house. Um, the whole team, um, all the coaches and the player and their family. Um, that's there. And so you eat dinner, and then some, some nights we go out and we go to Top Golf and play um, with the the recruit. And so it's a lot of fun. So, I mean, the players are very involved with a, with a lot of aspects of it. But I think overall it's just mainly like the, vis- the visits are a lot of just the coaches talking with them, getting to know them more, them getting to know the players. And I think that's kind of just a bit. Gotcha. Yeah, I was going to ask you what the hot dinner spot was in Salt Lake City for basketball players, but it sounds like it's Craig Smith's house. Exactly. Yes, it is. I wonder, how, I wonder how we fans can get in on that. I mean, he, he probably should start inviting some of us over too. <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that when when I when I text with yeah. Craig regularly, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I got one more question for you here. You have got 85 career blocks, so that puts you 13 blocks away from the top 10 at Utah. Do you think that you can challenge David Foster's all-time record at 219? You got some work to do. That's a, that's pretty challenging. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can challenge that. Maybe if I use all three years. Here at the U, I might might be able to get that with the extra COVID year, but I don't know. I mean, I'll, I think I'll, I'll think I'll be top top three, top five. All right. Maybe, I don't know if I can beat David Foster. I mean, two hundred and nineteen blocks. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's putting the ball in the stands a lot. Let me tell you, that's uh, it's a it's a good number. Seven two with a seven five wingspan, though. I I might be able to do it. Well, maybe that's something you need to work on. Right, getting getting yeah. to be seven two. Um, so you mentioned, I, so I lied. Now, now I'm going to ask you another question. You you mentioned the COVID year. Is is your plan to to take the COVID year and and play an extra season at Utah, or have you not gotten that far with your decision making? I don't think I've gotten that far yet. I I've obviously thought about it, but I'm just I'm just taking each year as it comes. You know, if if this year say is enough. An amazing year for me. I'll enter the draft, and if I could get drafted, that's great. But if not, I'll come back. And so I think it's yeah, just all just taking it one day, one year at a time. Makes sense. Well, do you have anything else you want to any anything else for the fans or anybody who tunes into running Utes basketball this year? Uh, we just love to see you come out to games. That's about it. We so appreciate your support. So let's pack the Huntsman. That's it. All right, sounds good. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for uh, joining us here on the Running Hoops podcast. We are big fans. I'm a mark for, for you. So I will uh, be there rooting you on on Tuesday and all throughout the season. Best of luck this year. Maybe we'll uh, chat down the road. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. We'll talk to you later. Talk later. All right. My thanks to Brandon Carlson for doing that. 
That was great. That was awesome. I hope you enjoyed that. On our next episode, I will be joined by a running Utes legend, a living legend of the running Utes basketball program. You won't want to miss that conversation. We'll talk more running Utes basketball. We'll talk about the upcoming season as we inch closer to Abilene Christian on Tuesday night. Well, that is going to do it for this episode of the Running Hoops podcast. As always, I thank you for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Running Hoops. Subscribe, download, leave a review. We'd love to hear feedback. So whatever you got for me, I'm ready for it. Until next time, I'm Andrew Crowley. This is the Running Hoops podcast. As always, go use.